This is IAQ Radio, Indoor Air Quality Radio, the voice of the indoor air quality industry, with your host, Radio Joe Hughes, and the Z-Man, Cliff Zlotnick. And now, Radio Joe Hughes. Good day and welcome to IAQ Radio Plus. Today is episode number 569, and we welcome Jim McDonald and Vincent Beijing of Texil for a discussion on water damage product innovations. Before we get started, let's thank our platinum sponsor. IAQ Radio Platinum Sponsor is John Don Products, where restoration and abatement contractors shop. Visit them at johndon.com. That's J-O-N-D-O-N.com. I also want to thank our gold sponsors, Particles Plus, Healthy Indoors Magazine, Gray Wolf Sensing Solutions, and AEML Inc. Laboratory. And, of course, our association sponsors, Siri, the Cleaning Industry Research Institute, the Indoor Air Quality Association, and the Restoration Industry Association. And now you can win a cool prize. It's time for the IAQ Radio Trivia Question. Be the first to correctly answer. Simply email your answer to czlotnik at cs.com. Or if listening live, just text your answer from your computer. And now, here's the Z-Man with this week's IAQ Radio Trivia Question. Hello, everyone. Congratulations go out to John Lapotere, Indoor Air Quality Solutions, Orlando, Florida, who was first to identify an unusual veterinary crisis near London, England, during which approximately 100,000 turkey poults died. That led to the coining of the word mycotoxin. The IEQ Radio Trivia question for today, Friday, January 10th, 2020, has been sponsored by Ideas, the solution chemistry company, providing unique solutions to odor removal, surface cleaning, and decontamination problems. Here's today's IEQ Radio Trivia question. According to a national source, what is the average cost for drying out your home and repairing the damage done to areas like drywall and carpeting from a clean, clean water loss in a 700-square-foot area? Back to you, Joe. Thank you, Cliff. Okay, so we've got Jim McDonald. Jim, uh, his father brought him up in the building industry. He's had a hammer in his hand since he was three years old, and he understood that built to last – was an important uh, way for building and construction. So he's been in the construction industry for all of his life. One of his goals has always been to be on the forefront of new technologies in order to meet and anticipate the expectations of clientele. And over the years of renovation experience, he searched and developed an innovative concept called the Texil Vented Sill Plate. And we're going to talk about that today. We've also got Vincent Begin or Beijing. Uh, I hope I got it right, Vincent, the founder of Select Supplies, Select Pro in 1989. He's uh, over the years uh, expanded that company. And then in 2017, he sold it to Safety Express, a division of Aransco. Vincent is the business development director of Tech Skill Solutions, and he's also a shareholder. Welcome, gentlemen. Great to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, now let's let's start with um, let's start with a little bit on the background. I think Vince, I know you you've known um, Cliff for many years uh, because you were in the uh, supply world, and I'm I'm wondering uh, how did you get started in that area? <laughs> That's a good question. 
when I was finishing my degree in accounting, uh, my brother started the carpet cleaning business in Montreal. So I was working part-time for him in Montreal as a carpet cleaner. And uh, we found out at that time that there were not that many supplier of carpet cleaning equipment in Montreal. So uh, we talked to each other and said, why don't we start a distributorship of carpet cleaning equipment? So this is how Select Supply, and in French it's Fourniture Select, this is how uh, I got into the business. And uh, later on, about five years later, we started selling uh, disaster restoration equipment. And that's when you got to know Cliff because of his microband products at the time. Microband, all the unsmoke uh, line, we were a uh, distributor exact of uh, those products. And Jim, we, we got a little on your background. You've been in the construction world since you could hold a hammer. Um, you know, what, uh, tell people a little more about uh, what type of construction you did and how you went from that into being a, an inventor, I guess. Yeah, all right. So uh, basically, uh, my dad's from a little island called Prince Edward Island, and um, it's a very humid, wet climate. We, uh, we uh, built the family home up there starting uh, way back when I was four or five years old. And um, we built the home to last. And believe it or not, it's 2020. It's still holding up. It's a wood wood building, wood home by the ocean. It gets affected by the mist. So I started building uh, at that young age, and I've loved it since. Um, through that, I've uh, uh, you know after my years of uh, uh, working with my father and renovating his homes, multiple homes, I. Uh, Went to college, did a few years of business, but I uh, found I was more interested in, uh, in construction and renovation. So I continued, uh, I started my business at 20 and uh, it's still going very strong. I uh, got some great guys working with me. We, uh, we strive to do high quality construction, take very good care of our clients. And uh, in this time, uh, yeah, that's, uh, in this time of doing my clients work, trying to find ways to better off problems that exist in homes. Jim, uh, is your company in Montreal or at Prince Edward Island? Oh, sorry about that. No, uh, Prince Edward is my, uh, our, our summertime vacation place. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, my main place, I live in Montreal, I work in Montreal, and uh, it's, it's a Montreal area-based livelihood and renovation business. You know, I, I live at a place called Indian Lake, which is more like, probably like Prince Edward, summer, a lot of summer homes, a lot of... Uh, uh, kind of slapped together construction, unfortunately. We have a lot of moisture problems. And uh, so it sounds like you had a similar similar background in, in doing the work on Prince Edward Island. In Montreal, what we'll talk, let's go residential first. Is, is the residential construction, building science techniques similar to what you would find in um, northern United States? Yeah, it's very similar. Um, you, you know, we have basement here, and I think okay. northern United States do have a lot of basement. South, yes. Southern United States is more a concrete slab, but um, we have a basement, so it's probably very similar. And is it a lot actually, of wood frame? Pardon me? Wood frame construction common? Yeah. Okay. Usually our basements uh, are all framed with wood frame studs, and so is the, all the other flooring. They're always wood framing, joists and walls and frames. Has and the, um, 
like the net zero energy, high, high efficiency, very tight home trend also caught on up in uh, Montreal? Oh, we've got very, very high standards here. We have to respect. Uh, we have to make sure that the, you know, our, our, our products are up to date and the city standards are respected. And uh, it all goes in, uh, in when you're we're renovating and building for a client, we want to make sure they get the best value for their investment. And um, we have to really tend to be careful on the uh, construction materials and standards. Okay. Cliff, let me turn it over to you. Thanks. Well, you know, you come from diverse backgrounds. How did you guys first meet? Uh, I think Jim was a customer to the, the store, and one day he, he came to see me, and he says, Hey, Vincent, um, I invented a product, and uh, I think it, it is something that you, you would like to see. And, you know, I had so many customers, so many people that came to the store and were saying exactly the same thing. I wasn't very, uh, you know, optimistic, optimistic about <laughs> what he was going to show me. But, uh, you know, he talked to me, he talked to my uh, training director at that time, uh, uh, Nancy, and uh, finally I met him and he, he showed me his prototype that he had at the time. And right away, I said, that product is fantastic. It's, it's simple, but the idea was really great. So I, I told Jim, I'm going to help you put that product on the market. <laughs> and um, we, we had a flood house uh, in Montreal. We built that flood house in 2010. And I suggest Jim, I said, Jim, we're going to install your product, your prototype in the flood house and do some tests. And this is what we did for, I don't know, three, four years. We were testing the product, try to find ways to build a better product. And uh, it was, it was fantastic. The, the difference between the walls that didn't have a textile or the, the prototype at the time and the walls that, uh, that had the product, uh, the drying time was a lot faster. It's, uh, it was really great. Hey, 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 Joe, um, I'm going to make a suggestion. What happened was I, I happened to have uh, – my LinkedIn account got hacked, and I ended up sending Vincent uh, an email telling him he could make all this business – uh, make all this money and, and so on and so forth. And I went back and, you know, was following up with people that may have received this. And I noticed that he was at a different company. So I just clicked on to the company. And when I saw the product, they have a little video that, that, that's on there. And when I saw the product, I had the exact same reaction uh, that Vincent said that that he had and we never really discussed it before that so i as far as the listeners go why don't we take time now and just show them exactly what we're talking about if sure if john, john can you put that video up okay so we're going to put a little video up that's on the Texel website it's very interesting product so design maybe as uh, as the video plays you can talk a little bit about it jim yeah so well it's almost like a magic wall uh, usually in the basement, the water hits the wall, the wall starts wicking water. But in this case, with Texel installed, water will flow under a wall, keep the walls dry, and um, 
if the wall if the water happens to be a bigger flood and go over the height of the three quarter inch installed textile, then uh, the dry time is much faster since the wall can breathe. The air flows below it, it's a little bit like convection. So, mm -hmm. and even if your your concrete, your basement, you don't have a flood, well, the moist concrete doesn't sit onto the two by four stud. So uh, the protection's there. <laughs> and how did you determine the height of the of the product? Yeah, we we took three things in consideration. Uh, uh, the solidity of the product, you know, it has to be strong enough to hold that wall and maybe more. Uh, the, the, the amount of water that we wanted the floor to, uh, or the, the sill plate to be uh, away from, and uh, the insulation. We want it to be very easy to install. So taking all that together, if we look at the strength of the product, it can hold up to 10,000 pounds per linear foot, which is a lot of weight. Uh, amount of water, it can hold close to half a gallon per square foot in your basement without touching that uh, sill plate. Hmm. And insulation is very easy because when you clip it to your two by four, it's gonna hold on it uh, and you can, you can uh, work your two by four, cut it and put it down the floor. It's going to stay on your two by four without uh, putting nails or anything. It clips on it. So that, those are the three things we, we took into consideration uh, on the, 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 the height of the, the product itself. You guys, do you still have that little demo uh, there with you that you maybe could show real quick? Yeah. So just show that. And that's a, that's a plastic product. Length. It's got a, uh, a grid on top that the water will run off if it comes to that height. Down below, there's uh -huh. some air ventilation. And here's your 2x4. Instead of it being installed on, directly on the concrete, it gets installed on here. And there you go. Your 2x4 your is elevated on the, and you see the drainage space below between 2x4 and the plastic is there. So, and the stability is extremely strong. You could also use this on, let's say, for our listeners in Florida that you know a lot of their construction is slab on grade. Would would there be a problem with using it there? We uh, this even though it's structurally incredibly strong, we we haven't had any approvals yet for structural exterior walls. But the, all the interior partitions, it's a go. There's no, uh, it's, it's a perfect fit for that. The weight is way over our strength. But uh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, even when we start using the commercial applications, um, basements, uh, it can be used in upper floors and, and, you know, main floors, but on concrete, it's the best product for a wood structure. Interesting. And are you trying to get approval for structural? Yes, exactly. There's um uh, there's a certification, there's a, uh, an, how do you call it, an organ, uh, organism here or a uh, organization, organization. organization here uh, in Canada uh, that does test, that do tests on uh, building materials. And uh, they have Texel right now, they, they, they're testing it. It's going to take about a year before we get that approval, but uh, yes, we're working on it. Interesting. Okay. 
Um, and, uh, you, you were talking about a uh, concrete slab. And one thing that we found out too about uh, Texil is um, when here in Quebec, since it's a cold province, it's a cold uh, country, in the winter, uh, heated slab, heated concrete slab is very popular. It's getting more and more popular. And uh, we found out that using uh, Texil on those heated slab is very good too because it, uh, it let the heat to go through the, the, the sill plate. So you have a more uh, warm air circulation all across the, the floor. Interesting. Hey, while, we're, while you're showing that demo, when, maybe you could show people also that this can be used for renovation and that uh, I think a lot of our restoration guys would find this very interesting, that you can go in and cut out that sill plate uh, and then put it back in without removing the rest of the wall. Can you show them how they do that? Yeah, so we figured there's going to be a lot of retrofitting, which uh, the folks, uh, if you have a flood, you cut out two feet of drywall, or even if you're renovating a basement, you want to have this safety system in place, which doesn't cost a lot of money. Well, we figured out a way we designed a, a, a guide, a tool. This is your traditional basement wall that's installed uh, on a basement floor. Well, how do you get this out uh, with a lot of struggles, calculating, lining up? So we, we came up with Tech Trim. It's a guide, it's a small metal guide that can slide one side to the other. And once you get to your stud, Sawzall, stud off, it takes a few seconds. Sawzall the other side off, run around your whole basement, uh, cutting all your studs and your walls are left with a, a line cut on your stud, it stays in place. You pull out your bottom plate, then you're ready to slide in your new two by four with a Texil at the right appropriate height. Then you can just uh, retrofit your screws and have a, uh, an installation with a new sill plate with Texil and not replacing all your above section of your walls framing. Interesting. And, uh, you know, the other thing I like is there are actually two things. One, you're keeping that two by four off of that concrete slab. Uh, so you're, you're not getting that capillary suction up from the slab, even because oftentimes slabs are wet. And then, uh, you know, the, the second thing is it's going to require that the contractor also keep the drywall up off of the slab. Yep. And um, if I'm not mistaken, maybe you could show people again with your model there where the drywall would then attach to that wall. So we have these little shoulders, these lips in place. They're about three quarters of an inch high also. Once you drop your inch and a half stud on top, you're left with about uh, an inch over here, seven eighths to an inch, where your drywall just comes down, rests onto the plastic, and you screw it onto your stud. So you're left with below that about an inch and a quarter, inch and a half, where the drywall is not touching the ground. And then you just put some base plate on there, trim trim it up, and uh, cover up the bottom. Yeah, and another little trick we do is we recommend we put the baseboard, but we leave the baseboard an eighth of an inch off the ground. If there is any water, it helps the dry time because the air will flow through the bottom of the baseboard, through Texil, and out the other side of the wall. Interesting. Okay. Cliff, go ahead. Let me, yeah, let me put it over to you. You know, just scientifically, what type of plastic is it made out of? It's made out of uh, HDPE, which okay. is high-density polyethylene. Yeah, polyethylene, yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. 
uh, plastic bottles and stuff are made out of a lot of them. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, we are looking right now, uh, we don't use any recycled plastic, but we are looking uh, of using uh, some percentage of recycled plastic in our uh, recipe. So uh, it will help excellent. the environment. Now, when the product when the product is made, um, is it is it cast or is it does it come out? Is it continuously extruded or? I it's an wonder. injection mold. Okay, gotcha. And, um, okay. It's we have a we have an injection mold. It's it's uh, uh, comes out uh, comes out uh, two units per mold, and um, uh, it's manufactured in Montreal, Quebec. Mm -hmm. It's a, uh, our manufacturer is Rondi Industries in Montreal, and uh, they uh, are, have extremely high standards of production, quality control, and uh, pollution-free type of uh, performance. So uh, we're, we're very, very, we kept it very local, and we kept it very, uh, very high standard of, of plastic. What's the, what's the, the length of it in, a, in its standard form? Well, we came up with uh, standard construction is four feet by eight feet right. in, in drywall and insulation is four feet. So we kept it in a four foot length. Mm -hmm. So uh, it comes packed in a box. There's, there's 20, 20 pieces in a box. So you have 80 linear foot in a box. Okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. Uh, any antimicrobial treatment in the plastic, just for curiosity? That's a good question because we 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 had the idea not too long ago, maybe two three months ago, we had the idea we need to put antimicrobial in the plastic. Sure. So uh, we we uh, contact a, a big company. Uh, well, I think it's the major company uh, in that industry making uh, additive for uh, mold uh, protection, mm -hmm. and uh, we are in negotiation with them right now. So good. like good. our good. next production to be. Uh, antimicrobial yes a lot of times i think that advertising can be very very valuable people recognize uh you know some of the brands and stuff like that it's exactly it's, it yes. helps some yes. people uh significantly yeah joe your question just uh, do you have a patent on the project product yeah we have a fully approved canadian patent we have a fully approved usa american patent and we're international patent pending and how long has the product been on the market now? It's just starting right now. So uh, if, you, if you look at our website, uh, you'll see that we don't have any, uh, a lot of uh, location where you can buy the product today. Uh, there's two hardware store in the Montreal area that has the product. But we are in negotiation with a large Canadian uh, disaster restoration um, equipment and supplies distributor mm -hmm. uh, right now. So if, if, if your audience go on the website in the next few days, uh, they can get the update on our uh, distribu distribution network. So they can't buy direct from text, so you have to buy through a uh, distributor? Yes. Okay. Um, and then uh, have you won any awards with this product? Well, a good question also. Uh, we're actually very proud to say that uh, we are 10 runner-up in the Quebec, uh, Quebec Hardware and Building, Building Association. Uh, we are 10 runner-up. They have a, an innovation award every year, and uh, Innovation 2020 is the one coming up in March. We're 
we're tenth runner up. And, um, we'll find out in the January if we're are if we are in the uh, upper upper two or three or four. But uh, we're quite confident we're going to be in number March. one in March. In March twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Cliff. Um, well, you know, you know, getting back to the product and you know, from a marketing standpoint, you know, even restoration manufacturers of restoration products are like going on Amazon now, and you'd be surprised what you can what you can buy there and people all over the world look at it. So, you know, you may want to consider that. Yeah. Uh, we're also in uh, future negotiations, uh, ongoing negotiations with, uh, uh, in retail for the uh, hardware stores. And uh, mm -hmm. we're, we're working with the e-commerce side of it also. We find it's very important today to, to be uh, up to date. Well, what's been the reaction of, um, the different people to the product, like, you know, I'm sure restoration companies, when they see it, their light bulb goes off the same as mine and, and Vincent's. When you go to a hardware store, for instance, does their light bulb go off as well? Or do they, you know, see the concept? They, they need, like, you know, when you show it to a restorator, to a guy who does restoration, you understand it right away, you know, like you just said. Uh, when you show it to a, a hardware store, they need a little bit more explanation, but they 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 get it and they and they they all like it. And uh, an industry also that likes it a lot is the insurance industry. We right, did some absolutely. presentation to a few uh, big insurance company, and uh, they really uh, really like the product. So. Hmm. But they're just you know since it's a new product on the market. Uh, insurance uh, company are just waiting for to see what's going to happen on the mar market with the product. You know, they want to, they they need to see a house that with a flood that has Texel on it. And Jim already has a few customer, and maybe you can talk about that. He has a few customer that we installed the prototype and uh, the 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 last version of it, and a few of those already had floods. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'll elaborate on that. I'm very lucky with my renovation business. I can test this product. And in the basements, uh, this was thought up in 2012, this prototype. And since 2012, we have it installed in over 40 basement renovations, from mm -hmm. small basements to large basements. And in the 40 basements since 2012, seven of them have had refloods since uh, 2012. And mm -hmm. uh, the fantastic testing out of this is that all seven of them had absolutely no wall damage, no wall replacement, no wall repairs. Uh, the ones that had in these seven had soft flooring like carpet or laminate or wood floors. They got affected with the half inch to one inch of water, but the ones that had a resilient floor like ceramic or concrete or rubberized flooring in the overall basement, uh, I, I, we get calls saying, Jim, I just had an inch of water. I shot back for half an hour. I put fans out. We're back to using the, the basement a day later. Come over next day and take a look at the, if there's any damage. And I, I've gone over and I've seen no damage. Maybe a little paint disturbance on one baseboard, but that's about it. And so, that's our that's our that's our, our proof in the pudding. You know, keep going with this product because it works very well. The the tool that you use for the retrofitting, how do you initially install it? Do you just cut out a small section of drywall in, in order to, to to fit it in yep so well 
if your basement got wet and you don't have textile, the wicking effect will bring the water up a few inches. Correct. So you're taking up 10 inches a foot. If you don't have any water and you want to install it, you can cut up to 10 inches or foot or more, and this gives you an access to drop in tech trim so you can go off and trim your, 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 trim your, your, your studs. Correct. But you initially, I mean, when you first go to use it, because the wall has drywall on it at that time. So you cut off the section of drywall and then you, you have to essentially make an incision in order to insert that. Correct. It's an invasive installation where you have to open up the wall. But traditionally, uh, you're trying to get people to understand Start your job properly and install it when you're building your walls. You know, we we have an example here. Uh, we just had a basement uh, completed with concrete floors and so on, and uh, we showed it to it was a doctor actually, and uh, he was very interested in it. We as soon as he showed showed him the project, he said, "Wow, this is 2020. I want this installed." And uh, we he we installed it in his basement, and he unfortunately during the construction had five floods during construction due to foundation issues and so on. And during these five floods, no water damage to the walls at all during construction. And now that all that's been solved, now he's got a finished basement and he never had any water damages with these five construction uh, issues. Hmm. Interesting. Gentlemen, we're, we're about at halftime. I think we're going to stop here and thank our sponsors. And then after halftime, I've got a few announcements for the, for the listeners. And we'll, we'll be back with the second half of our interview here uh, with the, the founder and the business development uh, guru from Texel. IAQ Radio Platinum sponsor is John Don Products, where restoration and abatement contractors shop. Visit them at johndon.com. That's J-O-N-D-O-N.com. Gold sponsors are Particles Plus engineers and manufacturers of feature-rich particle counters and air quality monitoring instrumentation. Learn more at ParticlesPlus.com. Count on us. Healthy Indoors Magazine, a free online digital magazine for industry professionals and consumers. Subscriptions available at HealthyIndoors.com. And AEML Laboratories, free FedEx shipping, great pricing, same-day results, and never a rush fee. Learn more at AEMLinc.com. Gray Wolf Sensing Solutions, who use advanced sensor software technology and embedded computers to provide superior environmental test instrumentation. Visit them at WolfSense.com. Association sponsors are the Indoor Air Quality Association, a multidisciplinary organization dedicated to promoting the exchange of indoor environmental information through education and research. Learn more at iaqa.org and RIA, the Restoration Industry Association, the granddaddy of the restoration industry. Network with leaders. Learn more at restorationindustry.org. Siri, the Cleaning Industry Research Institute. See more deeply through science and research. Learn more at siriscience.org. That's C-I-R-I-Science.org. Okay, we're back for the second half of our interview. Before we go back to the interview, though, I know Cliff and I just always we really want to thank our sponsors, and, and we appreciate their support. Without our sponsors, we couldn't do this show. I also would like to mention a couple of their 
upcoming events. Um, the Indoor Air Quality Association's 2020 Annual Meeting and Expo is going to be February 19th through the 21st in West Palm Beach, Florida at the Palm Beach County Convention Center. Also, another of our sponsors, AEML Labs, is, is sponsoring Winter Break 2020 at the Winter Break South Florida Technical Conference on Mold, they're calling that. That's sponsored by AEML Inc. That's going to be February 21 and 22, so you can catch both of them during the same week. And I know AEML and, and, and IAQA have both made a big effort to make sure that uh, those of you in Florida can get your required continuing education credits, or at least most of them at IAQA. I think you can get them all at AEML by attending their conference. And last, I'd like to mention the RIA 2020 International Restoration Convention and Industry Expo will be April 13th through the 17th in New Orleans, Louisiana. So please support our sponsors and thank them for their sponsorship of IAQ Radio. I'm going to turn it back over to the Z-Man to, to uh, continue our interview with the Texel folks here, Jim McDonald and Vincent Beijing. Be Beijing. <laughs> Uh, Got it. Uh, Jim, uh, let's talk really about the discovery. Was it one aha moment or did this kind of occur over time? Well, uh, yeah, it was in 2012. We were renovating a high-end home in Montreal and uh, he was already prone to water infiltrations. So uh, we did all our foundation repairs and waterproofing but then came to the interior of the basement and I, I had a hard time uh, completing the basement, uh, doing the renovations and the client might have a water damage soon uh, or a risk of water damage. So I said, how can I better the situation? How can I, how can I create a situation where the investment of renovation, the building and so on uh, will be not damaged or destroyed with a small, minute or regular or water flooding. So, in 2012, on this job site, uh, I came up with this uh, prototype, and uh, and uh, I actually visited the property about three, four months ago. And it's since 2012, they've, they've had such a dry, clean, air quality basement. Uh, it works. It works so well. So uh, that's where it came into play. It was a basement renovation, and trying to find a better way to make sure that my clients' renovation investment. Uh, was not destroyed by uh, the unfortunate flooding. No. Thank you. Curious. I, I, I Joe? Go ahead, go ahead Cliff. Oh, I, I suspect that um, you know, different types of uh, different sized materials and different types of materials uh, are used for uh, frame construction. I suspect you're probably looking at uh, you know some different sizes and and so on and so forth. Can you comment yeah, on exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah, we started with the two by four, which is the most popular product, but we are working on getting on getting the same product for a two by six, a two by three, and even for a middle stud. Middle stud, the two by four middle stud is a little bit wider than the two by four. So uh, we're working on those products. You know, in the United States, there are a couple of organizations that get involved after uh, after flooding, uh, FEMA or Federal Emergency Management Association. I suspect there's a similar organization uh, in Canada, and those groups would probably be very interested in your product because 
is they typically put out specifications. And a lot of the properties, you know, they have to be, be built a certain distance from the water. They have to be built at a, a certain height. And your product uh, would add an extra layer uh, of insurance at really minimal or no cost. Because you know, if you think about it, you know, you're not going to need green lumber or pressure treated lumber uh, if you're using your product. Uh, you know, so yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. And if you, if you, if we look at it in the last few years in the Montreal area, we, we got hit by a lot of floods. Uh, like you just said, uh, you know, homes that are close to uh, rivers and, uh, uh, so they, they got flooded the, the last spring, the last few springs. And uh, those are things that uh, the government right now is looking at, is to change the, uh, uh, the building code, uh, change the building code to use materials that are more uh, resilient, resilient, resilient water, yes. that are better, you know, build the house uh, differently than what we were doing in the past. You know, uh, a lot of our listeners, uh, a percentage of them, a uh, good percentage, are involved with uh, indoor air quality. And I, I really never made the connection uh, until you did about having the airspace and about having, uh, you know, more consistency of, of temperature and more consistency of ventilation uh, across the floor. It's important. And uh, I'm glad they're, they're going to hear that. And, you know, I, I think going back to what Joe said about building science, you know, it seems that a lot of building science leaders, you know, have come out of Canada and continually, you know, come out of Canada. And uh, this is, this is interesting, you know, in terms of, you know, they're trying to seal it up and, and now, you know, we're trying to have an airspace. And I think sometimes having an airspace is probably a good thing some places. Yeah, that's a, the, the house itself itself is sealed, but inside the house, house. we need an air movement, and this right. is what tel, Texil does. It right. creates a better air movement inside the house. Right, Joe. Well, I'm wondering what other areas. I mean, Jim, you're a builder, Vince with Vincent with your background, you know, in the in the restoration world. What other types of innovations? Uh, changes in practices do you see let's start with you jim as areas where we could make big improvements in in construction and then in uh, maybe disaster restoration well the uh, there's a lot of work going on today in the basement flooding issues there's a lot of electronic uh, sensors going on being developed to protect clients in, in the flooding uh, we built this for a physical long-lasting product other areas in the uh, water flooding, the, 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 the damage control, uh, you know, there's always the envelope of the building, the waterproofing. Uh, in Mon the Montreal Construction Code is always updating how to better seal the outside of the house so that you don't get any water infiltrations. Uh, we're, we're presently in the works with other product in another area of the house which needs good airflow, good ventilation, and it's, it's the upper end of the house. Uh, yeah, we're we're developing a new uh, a new concept uh, that will uh, will reduce reduce the energy efficiency of a home by uh, having a proper uh, proper uh, proper new new product that we're working on. So that's coming okay. soon. Can't say much right now, huh? It's in the works, but uh, uh, we look, we see that area energy efficiency. Uh, 
we're going to make a difference there. And uh, yeah, so that area, so that, that's an area where it's quite important, you know. So, you know, I, I guess. Go ahead, Cliff. I, I was just wondering if you could, you know, we've been talking, I think, primarily about uh, in, indoor water losses, you know, that come from leaks. I think we've talked a little bit about exterior water uh, coming in. Uh, can you comment on uh, what we, you know, on black water situations or category threes? It would seem that uh, I would just like to hear. I mean, I can see, I can see the advantages of it, and I figure yeah. you know more about them than I do. So, if you but, could comment on that, you know, you know, people are the question we have when we show this to a restoration company. They all say, "Yeah, but what's ha what's happening if if I have a foot of water in my basement?" You know what? What's why your product's going to be good for me if there's a foot of water? But if you look at it, the two by four is free all around. What air can you can blow air underneath the two by four on right. top on each side all around. So right. if you put your air mover on the side of it, you're going to dry it very fast, at least seventy five percent faster than if it's direct on the concrete floor. If it's a category three flood, so you have, you know, yeah, you have contamination water that hit your structural uh, piece of wood over here, and usually, you know, you can't clean it underneath because it's right on the concrete. Now, still, now uh, the, the the two by four is free. You can clean it all around with your pressure washer. You can pressure wash underneath the two by four. Uh, you can use uh, spray disinfectant all around it. So you can save your, your sill plate even on a Category 3 uh, water damage. So that's another you know, big advantage about the, the product. You know, it's, un it's unlikely that water's going to accumulate and get a foot high. You know, the water can run right out under your product. Uh, so yeah. you don't necessarily – it doesn't have to be a foot off the ground. So uh, – you know, your three quarters of an inch is probably, uh, you know, sufficient. Yes. Yeah, actually, three quarters of an inch height here. It's uh, we're in about four hundred and four hundred and thirty gallons in a one thousand square foot uh, right. basement. So right. it's like seven hot water tanks before <laughs> your walls actually start wicking water. Right. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Now, what about other? Uh, I'm just curious. Vincent, you you know you come from the restoration world, and we we you know and and the sales and distribution of restoration products. I'm wondering what kind of trends you see uh, from your background there in in the you know in the restoration world. Are are you seeing like I understand some of these rather large companies uh, like maybe Lowe's and Home Depot are looking at renting, uh, and, you know restoration equipment and so on is that also happening in Canada um, you know that's a good question I, I know that they do have some equipment but are do they have enough to uh, supply a, a restoration company I don't think so right now maybe it's coming uh, but you know this is this is like every business and that's a problem with uh, with the web and you know buying on the web is you know you don't get that customer service 
you know, in the restoration industry, uh, you have so many different uh, uh, water damage or disaster problem that you need, you need more than just an equipment. You need, you need a lot of knowledge. And, you know, we, we were at uh, uh, Select Pro, uh, Select Supplies, we were very strong on training. Uh, this is how I built my business is with training and uh, Cliff knows about it. Uh, we did a few class with his uh, uh, AMRT class at his uh, flood house in Pittsburgh. Uh, and, you know, this is something you're not getting if you're buying at Home Depot or uh, those big hardware store or even on the web. And uh, I think this is, you know, I understand that people are looking for price, but there's more than a price when you do business. I think knowledge is very important, and this is how you can grow your business is with, uh, with that knowledge. Interesting. Okay, I think that's a great answer. I appreciate that. Cliff? Um, I'm probably, Joe, I think I got through my whole list. Uh, we should probably ask them what we forgot to ask. <laughs> I've got a big point here. Go ahead. So one of the great uh, Texel has quite a few great advantages. Besides it being a, a, a you know it saves your basement from water damages and it's it's so easy to install. But uh, I think everybody uh, has one great topic. It's the cost. Texel is uh, extremely affordable. We made sure not to uh, not to go. Uh, uh, not to go crazy, we make sure to try and stay as efficient as possible with all our research and development. And, and Texel will actually cost the homeowner between one to two percent of their basement uh, renovation costs. Mm -hmm. uh, it's extremely affordable. We made sure that we kept the prices very, very affordable, and and um, and uh, that was a priority priority for us. So it's a it's a uh, you know when you're going to implement this into your basement cost. It's negligible. It's an extremely small cost for an insurance policy type of product, you know. Well, I'm curious, you know, you're in a couple of hardware stores now. You've got some feelers out and meetings with other bigger types of distributors. Um, how many people do you have now? Is it just the two of you? Do you have some uh, marketing help? I guess, uh, Vincent, you do a lot of the marketing yourself there. Uh, do you have an office staff that people can contact and uh, maybe maybe we could get the uh, Texel website up one more time so people know how to get in touch with you. Yeah, that's it. So we, we have an office here is, you know, where the, 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 the product is manufactured. It's here in Montreal. The company uh, that do manufacturing the product is Rondi Industries. Uh, they're here in Montreal on the island. And uh, we, we share an office with them. And, uh, we, uh, we share also, uh, their, uh, their, they have some marketing people that uh, we share with them. Um, in the company itself, we, have, we are five people in the company, but three of us are working uh, almost full-time for, uh, for the company. Mm -hmm. uh, when you say on the island, what... Did I hear that right? 
Yeah, Montreal is an—it's an island. <laughs> okay, okay. I've never been there. I have to make a trip to Montreal someday. So yeah, we're surrounded by water. Yeah. So that's why uh, we we do get a lot of water damage here. When the big lakes overflow, well, they're pressuring it towards Montreal. Uh, okay, interesting. That sounds like a good place to have a water damage equipment distribution company, Vincent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Well, gentlemen, um, if there's anything else you'd like to add, uh, please let us know now. Otherwise, we appreciate you joining us. And uh, uh, we, we, like, like Vincent said, uh, we're, we're a group of five. We have, uh, we have uh, Louise and Steve and Frank who are not behind us, but they're not far away from us. And uh, we're very, very grateful that we have a great team and uh, we're, we're trying to put together a very smart product to, uh, to uh, help uh, all our Canadian and American and potentially, uh, you know, worldwide uh, clients that have basement uh, flooding problems. And so for right now, if we wanted to uh, try the product out, we'd have to order through the one of the, the uh, two uh, or hardware stores, I guess, on, on the website. Exactly. Yeah, you can contact them. They'll ship it, no problem. Very good. All right, Cliff. We're working on getting it very available to the Canadian and American uh, big retail stores and suppliers. Yeah, just go on our website. Uh, we're going to update the website as soon as we sign uh, other uh, distributors. Yeah. Okay. Cliff, final thoughts? I was thinking that uh, I think it would be in your best interest to send Joe and I a couple of product samples because we know a lot of people. If there's any way we can help you, uh, we certainly uh, will put the word out and hand out the samples and so on and so forth. So, uh, Thank you very much. Uh, I want to thank you, both of you. Uh, you know, when, when I got that email from Cliff a few weeks ago saying that I, I would like to have you on the show, I was... You know, I, I was very uh, happy about that, uh, and uh, I'm glad that we did it. And thank you very much. No, no, you're you're yeah. very welcome. And uh, I, you like know, I, yeah, no, it's uh, again, uh, I know you, and you've always been a classy guy and a class act, and really, no one did what you did better. So uh, I appreciate that and the relationship. So we're glad to help you. Absolutely. All right. Well, this is Radio Joe Hughes saying thanks to this week's guests, Jim McDonald, Vincent Beijing, and uh, the Texil concept. Very interesting, Cliff. Always, uh, always interesting to, to check out some of these new products. And uh, I think, you know, I think that could go places. We'll find out, I guess. Absolutely. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, this again, we want to thank our guests. I want to thank the Z-Man. Of course, John, you got to have faith at the controls. We'll be back next Friday with the next episode of IAQ Radio Plus. For IAQ Radio, I'm Spike Reed saying thanks for listening. <laughs>